0: Welcome everyone to another episode of More Marketing Ideas with me, Fred Gillen, your host, where you will learn from industry experts based on their life's experiences and business processes. So let's get on with the show. And today we've got another business expert with us, and it's actually Marg Langney. Now Marg is a trade daughter, a teacher, and a successful business owner who has had her ups and downs, but has risen to the top. Cash flow is close to Mike's heart and as a cash flow crisis in the family business triggered the marriage breakdown and the subsequent loss of that business. Mark has a driving passion to work with tradies' wives to help them build better relationships with their husbands and a strong, healthy business. To ensure a wife doesn't have to go through what Mark did, losing it all, it's what gets her up and out of bed in the morning.
1: Okay, Mark, so with that introduction, um, just welcome to the show. Um, You'd like to tell us a little bit more about yourself, and you know why you got into this business, and why you enjoy helping tradies' wives.
2: Um, well, like tradies' wives, I fell into the role of working in the family, in my family event management business. Um, I was ill-equipped. I had no specific training, um, but I just did what my husband told me to do. Um, and I guess you know. Prior to conceiving my daughter, um, we made decisions together that I was, you know, and I was involved in all conversations with the business. And I'm um, just, you know, feeling that I remember that time when I was looking at that blue stick which said I was pregnant, and then the director on the business card going, oh my God, how am I going to make this work? Um, so I, I just, once I had, once I did have my daughter... Um, what happened was, even though I thought of, you know, I'd be able to handle it all, I couldn't. So, of course, my daughter became my um, my priority. And what happened was, when my daughter was conceived, my my husband came home one night and he just said, "Oh, you know, we've I've been talking to the bank manager, and what we're going to do is we're going to change the structure of the business, and you'll have to resign as director." And I you'll go, um, you know, a guarantor for the company overdraft and we'll put the house in your name and that way we'll save the house. And I just didn't even think anything of it. Um, I, I, I trusted him. Um, nobody said to me, oh, Margaret, do you understand what you're getting yourself into? Um, and so I signed that off. I didn't even read the terms and conditions. And, and my biggest worry for women who, I guess, work with their husbands is they just... Follow along, you know what I mean. Um, yeah. Trusting the husband, and um, you know, and, and another mistake, I guess n- hindsight's a great thing, isn't it? <laughs> um, but another mistake that we made is that we put all our eggs in one basket, and we had the business account and the mortgage and everything with the NAB, um, and so. I had Ruby and then I went back in 2000, in 2000 it was, and what happened was is that when I came back, I was a bit shocked because we had about a staff of five by then, and when I once was invited into meetings, I wasn't invited, and I had this real problem with my value. What was my value? And I think a lot of wives that work in family businesses Um, and especially tradies-wise because some of them don't actually finish school and they marry these tradies who um, also didn't finish school and they just don't have that value or know what their role really is. And so I was in a bit of a conflict of my role and responsibility. And then in in 2001, the Twin Towers were hit Um, and the the New York stock market fell And my husband came home from work and he says, oh, Margaret, I've been talking to, here we go again, the accountant, I was never in those meetings, and we're going to do margin lending. And I go, what's that? And he goes, oh, it's the best time, the shares have plummeted, and we're going to do margin lending. And I said, oh, okay, Um, well, what you've told me about margin lending, it it sounds really risky, and... He got really frustrated with me because quite clearly he wanted to do this and what it meant that he was going to take money out of the business to do that. And what he did is he said, well, bugger you, I'm doing it anyway. And I didn't like, I was fearful of his anger. Um, And so he took my wage of $60,000 and then he put it up to 100,000. He took that out of the business and did the same with you. And I just remember thinking, Oh God, I hope this works. And so I'm I'm off at you know. I'm off now on IVF, trying to get this second child happening. Margin calls are happening all over the place. He's not telling me. And it wasn't until I think it was July 2002, he, he comes home and he says, "Oh, we've got this new part of the business we're going to be doing now. It's like another arm to our business." And it wasn't until 2014 when I had purchased my FIFO Capital Bayside franchise and I was at a national conference and um, David Ross who's a senior partner of Hall Chadwick got up and said these are the three top things that business owners should never ever do in their business and he told my story and (laughs) point one point one is never ever Take out money of your business ever for personal reasons, and he did that on margin lending, which yeah. was like buying shares and borrowing money. Yeah. Uh, it's, like, it's like gambling, really. And yeah, you've got to know what you're doing. Yeah. Correct. And in a trader's business, they buy toys, they buy boats, they buy the top range four wheel drive, and they go away a lot. Um, yeah. And so. I'm a tradie's daughter, right? So I know what it's like to be, um, you know, uh, growing up without a dad. And I know what it's like to, um, you know, not be in a tradie construction family, but I don't know what it's like to be a tradie's wife. And, um, and I guess point one, never ever take the, you know, personal stuff for you for your own personal gain and your business. Yes, your business is there to help you achieve your life goals, but it isn't there as the cash cash cow. Um, And the second thing is, the second point is that I picked up from David's, um, you know, uh, his uh, talk, was number two, don't take your eye off the ball. If you've got a cash flow problem, go and seek out cash flow help from an expert. Don't go and try and solve it yourself by creating another arm, it's never going to work. Take your eye off the ball, which is what we did, um, which then plummeted us towards insolvency. And I was, was, it was September, that's how quick it happened. September 2002, I was um, instructed to come back, forget IVF, forget all those needles I'd taken and all that home loan, forget all that, and all the the expense, you're coming back, you're a debt collector. so obviously, I didn't respond well to the cash flow. Oh, I haven't, I haven't slept. I was pretty much doing what a wife would do. I was in panic mode. I was doing what the f? Um, yep. How did this happen? What are we going to do about it? How did this? Ha- and I'm sure he took that as a bit of a judgment call on him. And hindsight, I should have spoken to him differently. And hindsight, I should have been a wife that knew what she was signing. A wife that knew more about the business and you didn't just go up and go, well, it's his, his business now, and I'll look after the kids. Um, so,
1: so, so, so I suppose from that, like it, it, you, you probably just covered it off in the last little bit, was that you really got to just, um, you know, learn about the business processes and procedures if, if you're going to get involved in the business, and and most wives should be involved from, you know, at least from the monitoring perspective, so they have a look and know what's going on. so they need to
2: get Shut's a good good word (laughs) Shut is a good word isn't it yeah it should be Um, and and that is something that I'm aiming to work with um, tradies wives to one first of all get them to value their role two to get them to understand their responsibilities in the business that they're not I mean this business puts a, uh, a roof over their head and food on their table um three I help them um, to talk to their tradie's husband so that he will listen to them so he doesn't feel judged he doesn't feel there's an attack on his masculinity he doesn't feel criticized and he doesn't feel like a failure. Um, so that is my big um, my big thing is that, like we talk about first of all the trade's wife herself and the relationship, and then we also give her a little bit of help in understanding what she can contribute and business tools to help her with that.
1: So, I mean, with, with regards to you know, the tradies' wives getting involved, or what, what's your biggest tip? Like, you, you, you highlight communication and the fact that guys don't like to be told what to do, especially tradies. Um, so what would you advise, like, a, a, a new wife with a new tradie uh, getting into the game of how to approach it?
2: Um, first of all, um, maybe take time out of your day because you think no. your day's hard. Take time out of your day to go down to site and actually spend maybe an hour in his shoes. Um, you know, I was speaking to a tradie's wife in um, Western Australia yesterday and she was saying that she uh, decided to uh, go and help her husband because he didn't have a staff member who was sick. So she said, Well, why don't you use me? and she said it was the biggest eye-opener um, to actually find out what his world is like, because you you think that he doesn't understand your world, well, you don't understand his either, And until you can understand what he uh, is going through, um, you know, chasing payment, being, um, you know, being being messed around by whether it be a builder or some as this trade's wife she called said the word prick. You know, someone who's gonna be a real real um and you can bleak that out I suppose. No, no they're,
1: they're happy to leave it in, not a problem. Oh, no. um, I you know man.
2: the fact that he's you know, he's he's harassed, he's pulled from pillar to post, he's uh got to chase payment, he's dealing with people who are trying to cut him down on price and you know he's got a pro- he's a provider and he's got to he's got to, all this he's got to deal with in any given day, um, and you know who does he talk to? Um, and, and if he can't talk to you, who does he talk to? You And know, I've just joined um, the plumbers crack, and there's fourteen thousand four hundred I think members in that closed Facebook group, and the common theme of thread in that Facebook group is how... That they are about chasing payments, how upset they are about being told they've got to cut their prices, how upset they are with, um, okay, one of them actually just a uh, friend of me on uh, Messenger, today he, he's, in, he's in hospital, a union plumber said, oh, she'll be right, mate, because he's looking down at how high he had to work, he's got a busted leg, he's in hospital, she'll be right, mate, and now the black dog has arrived. And given the fact that, you know, I guess what I get passionate about um, is that my dad hit the bottle back in the 60s as his way of dealing with problems. Today, tradies are three times the national average to suicide. And mostly it's, it's because they are carrying so much and they can't talk to their mates because if they talk to their mates, their mates, oh, I just want to fix it or tell them just to fuck it up, don't be a pussy, uh, can't talk to the wife because maybe they're not quite able to have that conversation or he doesn't feel how he knows how to have that conversation and so he's just alone. Um, and the amount of suicide discussions in that group Is amazing. And the amount of discussions about who has had their missus saying, Where the F are you, when I've just been called out to a job late and it's going to take seven hours, I don't know how long, and she's harassing me. And they just, these men just feel so misunderstood. I think I'm more pro tradey, don't I?
1: Yeah, well, yeah, but it's it's pretty important because, I mean, you surprise me with the numbers about the... Like, like as I said, I'm an extra 80 and I know some of the traumas that guys go through when you're out on the road and, you know, you think, all right, you're working, but you're also thinking about where that invoice is and you're trying to chase the guy and so you know there's a bill coming in from the supplier and they haven't got money to pay it, all that kind of stuff. But you really surprise me when you mentioned about the suicide numbers because I never in my wildest dreams would have thought that they were up at those levels and that's disgraceful.
2: It is a national disgrace, and um, that, I saw that a program Made in construction uh, is called Man Up, and it was on ABC View One, and it was uh, I think it was January that it was on, and in this yeah, and in this Facebook group, this is like I'm talking this current conversation, funeral that they're attending, and guess what? How old they're not, they are? Twenty nine. 29 yeah,
1: you that that that's you know, and, and it's like what you said. They just don't know who to talk to because there is nothing, you know, by talking to somebody, whether it's a you know professional psychologist or or whoever it is, or you know, but you're right. Like guys in particular, they don't go to the doctor. You know, there's something going on. You really got to have a really good mate to to talk to them about it. But 90% of the time, they just um, you know, try and be man about it and suck it up instead of telling people. And it's you know. That's why they get, get themselves into these situations and it, and it shouldn't happen. It just should not happen.
2: No, and you know, when I saw the interview on this, um, Man Up series, um, what really shocked me was to see a top CFMEU member um, say, mate, can I just take a moment? Because he had tried suicide. Um, tough guy, yeah. Really? Yeah,
1: I no, know. Just, no. No, it's, 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 um that's an eye opener for me.
2: Yeah. So, and in 2015, Reg, you may remember that there was a Senate inquiry that our federal government had into construction. Yeah. Um, and in that two, uh, 2015 Senate inquiry, uh, there was 44 recommendations, and the ones that I picked up, obviously, as a female, was the number of um, subcontractors who lose... Uh, I'm talking thousands of dollars uh, when, um, you know, big builders go bust, and you may have heard about Water Sun Homes.
1: Yeah, I just when, I picked up on it, you, you said that you were you know, dumbfounded when you, you found out that it really impacted you, so we might talk about that in a yeah, second.
2: Well, yeah, because, okay, well, it will impacted me because what did they do? They took money out of their business to sponsor St Kilda Football Club. You do know that, okay, all right, they're going to get branding granted. They may. That wasn't what was on their mind. What was on their mind was, I'm going to grand final. I'm going to the President's lunch. I'm in a nice suite. I'm getting a three-course meal. I've got great seats. And quite clearly, that company couldn't afford to do that, and they did, and they took it out for personal reasons. It went bust, and now the lives of subcontractors, not just them, but their families, are now reeling with how are we going to, in February, pay the school fees, school books, school uniforms and everything else that comes with the beginning of the year. And that's why it impacted me because I felt sick. Um, Because I know what that wife had been feeling. And I don't even know how her husband would have had that conversation over dinner. And I guess what gets my blood boiling is that these recommendations just pay lip service because we had a first... Well, a first uh, double dissolution um, election in 32 years in our country over the construction issue, and all I heard about was the boats and Medicare. Yep. And that's just where did construction where did construction go? You know. Um, so construction is a, is a, is you know when they get up at 5:30, the kids don't see them, they, they're, they're working long hours. I mean, you know, if a wife thinks a whining child crying is bad enough in her day, try being on a jackhammer (laughs) or, those, you know, being in those building sites with a blaring radio all the time that they have. Um, And you know what? I think the key to all of this is, you know, like our farmers, we don't even stop to think about how they much they sacrifice just to go and put food on the table. Traders are no different. You know, they're out working public holidays to get the job finished. They're going hard at Christmas. No one sees the trade is. Um It's boom or bust sort of mentality, you know, go hard or go home mentality. Yep. And the wife actually is quite privileged that she has, the, the uh, you know, bath time with the kids. You know he'd love to be there and I don't think she gets how much he misses out on because she's too busy in her own mind thinking I've got the um, what's the word what's that saying um, the rough end of the stick
1: yeah yeah cuz I'm at home with the kids all day and whatever and and, and you know that's a that, that can be tiresome and you know it, it, if you don't get a break from that it can be it can be affecting everything as well so um. But tell us a little bit more about um, your um, your your group or you know how you operate or what you do or how people can join.
2: Sure. Well, look, the Treadies Wives of Melbourne, our aim is obviously to reignite the passion for those Treadies Wives working in the business or at least get those girls who aren't working in the business understanding that they are impacted and should take a step up. And we do that by, um, first of all, giving the girls um, access to a closed Facebook group so that they can start the conversation with other tradies' wives because your girlfriends aren't really going to be able to be much help. Um, To um, guest speakers, we have uh, the best guest speakers on topics relating to relationship, health or business. Our first lunch we had was on Valentine's Eve, which was called How to Work with Your Your Husband Without Killing Each Other. Tongue Intrigue. And we had a plumber's. <clears throat> we had a plumber's wife talk about how they set like vision boards for their life and how to communicate roles and responsibilities, setting boundaries. Um, good, you know, uh, uh, that type of thing. Um, our next lunch is coming up on the twenty-sixth of April. And we've got Ashley Shield from De Jong who is an insolvency um, a consultant. Timing is perfect with the Water Sun Homes. Um, and he's going to be speaking on how to structure your business to save the family home. Um, and other, you know, another, say, fast-top tips to to make sure that your business won't go under, or how not to yep. stuff it up. Um, so we have five five-monthly Lunches, And we also are going to have a gala ball this year to celebrate and come together with our tradie husband. We have a resource library. This resource library um, I've been building over the last few months, um, putting in um, personal resources for personal growth, uh, relationship help resources, um, podcasts. um, Tanya Simon's given her podcast series on the entrepreneurial couples. business tools, things to keep them understanding how to be compliant so that any time, it could be 8 o'clock at night after the kids have been bathed and washed and put to bed, she can log on to our resource library if she's got a burning question or post in Facebook. And if the lunches or the membership um, resource library or the closed Facebook doesn't um, answer that, there is a thing on the website www.therealtradieswinesofmelbourne.com.au, called Ask Mark, hashtag Ask and that means I'm like your little personal assistant, where I'll you submit a question, I'll go and find out the answer, and I'll post it in a live Q&A on Facebook. So that way we can come together as a community, we can start feeling more connected, less isolated. Come in with our burden take off the burden, leave feeling empowered and um, be a better support to her husband, understanding that we do have a vital role to play in the business.
1: Yeah, no, it sounds like a magic initiative. So just the, the, um, the website again was the Tradies Wives of Melbourne? Yeah, the real it.
2: tradie. Yeah, we're not so okay. <laughs> yep. okay. not fake. So it's wives. Of Melbourne, and we also have a Facebook page which I don't have the, uh, but it's just the Real Tradies Lives of Melbourne Facebook page, where we post regularly. And we've got look, we're just so well connected, Greg. You know, if anyone's yeah. got a a, a a question, they can just shoot it to me, and I can. I'm really good at connecting people, and my passion is, you know, I don't lie from the grassroots up. I'll do my bit to help these, you know, tradies' wives and husbands who probably um, more than likely, if we were to mention tradies' wives, people would see them as a bit of a joke and they are they are great girls and they work really hard.
1: So, so that is the best way to get in touch, just go straight to the website and follow the links from there?
2: Yeah, could, yeah you can make an inquiry um, from okay. there. Or yeah.
1: you can post on Facebook, yeah. Sounds great. Well, it's been a real interesting chat, and as I said, a bit of an eye-opener for me about the suicide rate, which really surprised mm. me. So, mm. um, I think, well, unless you've got something else to, particularly you wanted to share at the moment, I'll, um, we'll...
2: No, I'd just, um, just like uh, to share with your um, listeners that if you know of any tradies' wives that you think could really do with this sort of help... Um, Just um, ensure that they know about us and uh, our our next lunch is on the 26th of April, which is after Anzac Day. And um, that will be a really, you know, considering what's happening with um, the Water Sun Homes, you need to protect yourself and you need to know how.
1: Yeah, is that, is that a Have you got a location for that yet, or are you still working on
2: that? Uh, it will be at the Metropolitan Hotel, which is on the corner oh, okay. of Little Bondi and William Street. And the great thing about that is about a hundred metres from Flagstaff Station. So it doesn't yep. matter where you are in Melbourne, you can just hop on. Uh, you can hop on the train, um, and we'll make sure we finish it too, so you're finished, ready
1: for school pick up. Sounds like it. It's all well and truly organised.
2: Yeah, we'll be. Um, I'm just in. The, um, process of building a landing page for the bookings and event break.
1: okay well, once you get that if you you flick that to me I'll certainly um, you know make it available and uh, help promote the event because I think what you're doing is a, a magic initiative to help you know especially if we
2: yeah.
1: can, if any, anybody um, walk away from suicide that'll be a really good outcome well
2: you know what I said to Siba? <laughs> I said to Siba, well what's the point of having superannuation if they're not around to enjoy it? Yep. And they actually were a bit flawed by that statement, but it's true. So um, I'll leave you on that thought that we're out there supporting our tradies and their lovely wives, and above all, those children. You know, uh, as I said, I'm a daughter of one. The children who um, go, who also get impacted when chasing payment or things go
1: wrong. Now, terrific chat, Mark, and uh, I really appreciate you giving us the time today and. Uh the, um, we'll catch up probably on a, a future discussion and uh, after your event and work out what happened and if we can help you in any way possible. Thanks, Red. Okay. Take care. Have a great day. Bye. Okay. Bye.
0: Well, now it's time for a word from our sponsor, and right now that's me, Red Gillen, your host. more marketing ideas podcast yes just like you i'm in business and i'm here to help if you would like to have a free no obligation consultation with me to see how i can work with you and your business to help you attract more clients pre-qualify them and build your business then simply reach out to me on facebook messenger at m.me forward slash more marketing ideas so it's that easy just reach out let's get together and uh, see what we can do to help grow your business it's Greg at more marketing ideas podcast take care and have a great day